Good morning still and welcome back. It's 11.25 and we are feeling pretty deadly down here broadcasting live from Cable Beach and joined by our next guest helping us to uh, learn more about what's happening down here for the Frio Dockers, uh, well, that's the Purple Hands Foundation running the Kimberley Nines Footy Carnival. Our next guest is Emma Pass, who is the operations manager who can help fill us in about how it's been going for the last three years. And in particular, I'm really keen to learn more about that special dinner and the shirts that the uh, kids from across the Kimberley have uh, put together through workshops. Hello, Emma. Hello. Thank you so much, first of all, for having us uh, here today. It's, uh, it's absolutely our, our privilege to, to broadcast with you today. Thanks for coming and covering and showcasing the amazing event that's the Kimberley Nines. It is amazing. It's such a great one to put together and three years in the running, I think it's uh, it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger each time. It really has and I remember um, you you came in broadcasting year one in the corner yep. uh, and it, and what it's evolved to is huge. We've got over 20 schools here over the past two days and they travel as far as um, the East Kimberley from Kununurra. Has that so, expanded since the original one? Absolutely, absolutely. We didn't have anybody travel that far. We had probably travellers as far as Halls Creek but now we go all over to the East Kimberley. So, because we provide accommodation and all the catering and food and apparel, we reduce as many barriers as we can to participation. Yeah, and that's a great uh, part about this as well, as of course it's not uh, easy or cheap to just travel across the region like that, so being able to have that support there and get more kids and more communities involved is a fantastic thing to um, you know to hear about this project, being able to expand like that. We have, and something that's been unique this year is we have got new schools as well, schools that oh, weren't involved. This year? So we've got East Kimberley Shooting Stars, yep. uh, we've got Bayulu as well. Wow, ah, they're the shooting schools. stars. Yes, and shooting stars is actually a netball program, so that's great. Cross codes working together. Our outcomes are the same: positive youth engagement. It doesn't matter whether it's a round ball, a cricket bat, uh, a hockey stick. It, it's all about unifying young people. So we're delighted to have uh, the Stars Foundation with us. And that's something to keep in mind as well for, I guess, uh, any other sort of stations, community organisations, sporting teams out there who want to look at getting involved in the future as well. If they're across the Kimberley region and want to, um, you know, go, hey, we've got a, a great group of sporting uh, kids here. Let's look at reaching out and seeing if we can get involved as well. Absolutely. We do not limit it. Every school that is on the school principal list, we email out. So it's about getting back in touch with us or even reaching out to the Purple Hands Foundation and saying, hey, I've heard about the Kimberley Nines. How do I get involved next year? If you want to play, we'll find a way. Oh, that is so awesome. And I like how it rhymes too. It makes it easy to remember. Now, Emma, uh, the highlights of some of the last couple of days... What can you tell us about that? I've been hearing this dinner is a pretty spectacular one. Yeah, so the dinner was uh, a unique experience last night. I'll give you a little bit of background. What you're seeing today is the result of nine months of work for the schools. So the schools have a workshop every few months about something interesting. One of them was called the Fuel to Play, and it's all about healthy eating and essentially fueling yourself to play football. So we base it on fueling football. We're really talking about healthy food and healthy eating. So they have a healthy eating workshop and then we decided why don't we put that into practice so we asked the kids to design menus and send them into us we then linked with the wa good food guide who said these menus are great why don't we cook a meal so those menus ideas went to three chefs we have scott bridger from bib and tucker stefan watson from hater and shears and rowan parks from old and young's all acclaimed wa chefs and they came up last night and cooked a three-course meal for our travelling schools here on Cable Beach under the moonlight. Wow. 
a full three-course meal based on the uh, the choices that the kids themselves put together in the workshop, the healthy eating. Absolutely. They were their own students' menu designs that they'd sent to us. The chefs picked um, elements, foods, native foods as well. It was really important that a lot of those foods were from the Kimberley, bush turkey, um, bush honey. Um, we've got uh, leaves and berries that were all local. And these kids go, hang on, we eat this at home. Oh. So... It was beautiful seeing them under the moonlight. And I think what was even better is the chefs went out and sat with them. And they, that's how these kids learn. We learn in classrooms, but we learn through feeling. And these kids were feeling great. They felt empowered. People were listening to them. People had taken on board their menus and they sat there and they absolutely ate and dined like kings and queens. That is so great that they got that special treat. Gosh, well, that's like a once in a lifetime experience. I've certainly never experienced anything like that. Yeah. And I think just to highlight the caliber of chefs, um, we had a Q&A and a student said, who's the most famous person you've ever cooked for? And one of the chefs said Beyonce. And it was that point when the kids realized they were in Just the how lucky they were, the treatment they were getting. Absolutely. The same chef that cooked for Beyonce cooked for these kids last night. Absolutely. Oh, that is so awesome. Now, on top of the amazing experience last night with that very special treat, which, well, might look at replicating uh, for future years. I think so. Look, I think it's only going to grow and grow. You were here year one and you see, you know, how it's Just grown. Just how much it's grown. More kids, more services, you know. We're out up here on the Surf Lifesaving Club and uh, they've been able to support this as well. So it's really great to see that more people are getting involved. They, they have and each year we get someone else that wants to do an education piece. So Containers for Change have come on board. They do an education workshop about caring for country. We, ah, we turn everything back to country and culture. So caring for your country, your land, recycling, looking after it. Um, they're on board. We've had Zero to Hero with Youth Mental Health. So Broom Surf Club. So I, I think it's inevitable that the, the unique dining experience experience will grow as well. That'll continue on. Now, a big thing about it in another workshop the kids did was the shirts. Now, um, there's two different shirts running around. There's uh, shirts for the primary school group at kids. That was yesterday's game. And then today, the uh, secondary school kids are all wearing special shirts and they look absolutely incredible. What can you tell us about that? It's exactly the same theme as the menu. We give ownership to these students so they feel part of what we're doing. So each year, the first workshop the school receives is called Connected to Culture. And our indigenous Kimberley-based AFL and AFLW players talk to the camera about why connection to their culture is so important. They then ask the students to design a t-shirt for the Kimberley Nines, but they must include a written story about what that t-shirt tells the story of. Okay. So the t-shirts you're seeing are designed by the students and it's not just because they're beautiful pretty pictures, it's because of the story of connection that came with that t-shirt design. So yesterday we had three amazing students that are amazing artists, the three elements we took, we took the moon, mm -hmm. which, is, which is renowned here on Cable Beach, we took the waterways and the red dirt for the sea people and the land people and we also took the black cockatoo from Yili. Today, our element is slightly different. We've got the footprints and the footsteps of people and animals coming back to their communities, and we've got the li lily pads from local areas as well. And there's one element this year that is incredibly, incredibly important, and that is the Kimberley Stolen Generation flower. Oh, yes, that's that purple flower. Absolutely, the native hibiscus. Fremantle Football Club has a fantastic connection with the Kimberley Stolen Generation, and we actually wear the flower on our playing shirts during Indigenous rounds and a student drew that flower with the design that's around the flower that you see on the student shirts about people coming back to their communities. That's incredible. That, Kimberly, that's, that flower, the native hibiscus and the student's design is on both shirts this year because we thought it was so, so powerful. 
And even more important is that uh, we actually contacted the Kimberley Stolen Generation and showed them design and they were blown away with it and they gave us permission to use it. Oh, I love that respect as well. You reached out and made sure that it was all appropriate and, um, you know, that's, that's the, the best way to go about it. It's Yari country. It's Yaru people's country. I am not Yaru people. And the Fremantle Football Club, we are. We make up our beautiful community. So it's so important to make sure we respect the land we step on. So our Welcome to Country is delivered by um, Auntie Di Appleby, proud, strong Yaru woman. That's why it's so important to reach out to Kimberley Stolen Generation because those, those stories, those connection to elders, that's how we're going to learn through education. And that's actually what we're doing here today on the beach. We're educating. We're playing football. It looks like footy, but you're teaching them through that. That's like a vehicle. To, yep. We put a football in a student's hands and all of a sudden they'll kick around and speak to the police officers. We take it away, it's a conversation. So let's put that football in their hand. Let's put that soccer ball. Let's put that T-shirt on that unifies and brings people together. Oh, I love the idea of that. And that just breaks it down. And it's such a... A simple idea, but I think it'd be really powerful, you know? Put a footy in their hand and it goes from a, a conversation to just, you know, actually a, a bit of a play. You can be casual, you can have a yarn, you can feel like you're both equal and, and having that sort of, that good treatment. And you, that, that word equal that you used is so important and powerful. We know that there's some challenges in every country and every community, but, but here we, we really want to make sure that young people feel safe enough to run towards the police, not away from them. So if their police officer has a football in their hands and it happens to be Mr. Smith that played football with them yesterday morning, it's Mr. Smith. It's not PC Smith or Sergeant Smith. That's a complete mindset change. It yep. makes them approachable. So we're so conscious of making sure that we're engaging people and not isolating people. And the one thing that this year that I really must mention is that we have included an all abilities football pitch as yes, well. Yes, I've heard about that. That's so incredible. So the, the inclusivity is really stretched out now to involve as many people as possible that are willing and wanting to join and play. Absolutely. I think if we look at who like Fremantle Football Club are, the Frio family that we call ourselves, we're everybody. We are everybody. We are Indigenous people. We are First Nations people. We are Islanders. We are, we are white people. We are Europeans. But we're also LGBTQI+. We're also disabled or physical or learning impairments. That is who we are, so let's represent them. So this year's carnival has an inclusion element that means if regular football isn't too accessible for you, come down and play. We're going to find out. And the beautiful guys from Starkick and WA All Abilities are helping us here with that today. They can they can make it work. They can make it happen. Okay. Yeah, I did hear the uh, Mummeljin, uh, the special needs group from Broome Senior High School is down here as well. So that, that local link is fantastic. And is that just the local school as well that is, that is able to have... This, extra kids come join? Correct. This year it is just broom-based schools. We will look to expand it. With expanding it to schools that travel and have to stay overnight, it becomes more layers of logistics. Yep. And essentially, I'm going to put a shameless plug in here, it costs more. So we need to access that funding, that community funding, that government funding, so that if we have someone that uh, has a learning impairment or has a wheelchair and they need special accommodation overnight, we need to be able to support them and bring them into town. So this year it is broom-based schools but we want to make it show that everybody regardless of situation or circumstance can take part yeah as i think as we've noticed each year you'll bring something new in you'll see it's successful you'll build off that and i really hope to see that this opens up inclusivity to kids from our communities all across the kimberley of all abilities it's be incredible to see
That's the vision. And uh, I think just being able to share and tell our story via you is, is really powerful. So thank you for sharing our stories. More than happy to. It's, uh, it's a real great event. You feel like quite a, you know, quite a powerful sort of energy down here when you know you're, you're working with a project that has some really positive goals. There's, there's a few moments where you have to stop and take a step back and take it in. It's really easy to get caught up in the doing uh, and, I'm, and I'm not too embarrassed to say last night I took myself away to a corner and I, I kind of took it all in because it was pretty emotional seeing these amazing young people break bread together, break cultural, local food together. It's, it's, really, it's really special and I think it's really easy to get caught up in some of the negatives that happen in society with young people. If you look fine, fine enough, you can find some great positives and they're the ones we grab and we, and we want to grow. Those moments are gold, absolutely. It's been an absolute pleasure getting to chat with you, Emma. It sounds like uh, next year is going to be bigger and better, and don't worry about that shameless plug. If any other services, organizations out there are wanting to support and get involved, then definitely reach out to Purple Hands and see if we can make next year bigger, better, more inclusive, more kids from all the communities across the Kimberley. Absolutely, yeah, and we're so grateful for that. Is there a final word you want to put out there to our listeners? Anything else you want to share? Look, all I would say is if you are broom-based... This is a public area. Feel free to come down and have a look. Yeah. You can wander through and see it. If you have any ideas, if you're a school that hasn't got involved or a community group that has some ideas, come and talk to us. Because while we're here in Broome, we can't come up here every week. We know that. But while we're here, what else can we do in the community? So always feel free to come and give us some ideas. We, we're only as good as what we know in our head. So educate us and help us learn. That has been a very uh, great statement to end on there. Thank you so much, Emma. Is there a request or anything else you want to share? Look, sitting here looking out of this water, it would have to be uh, some, uh, a bit of it. I think it's Otis Redding sitting on the dock of the bay. It just That's perfect. Yeah, but I think it lines up well. It lines up well. Sitting on the dock of the bay. That's coming your way. Thanks again, Emma. And if anyone else wants to keep up to date with what's happening here, uh, they've got the socials. Absolutely. So uh, at Purple Hands and at Fremantle Dockers, you can uh, catch up with it all there. Check it all up, and of course, you'll be seeing more about this in the very near future, and it'll be coming back to our town and our region next year. 